Welcome in to episode 16 of the How You Say podcast, Championship Week edition. I'm Boyd. I'm AJ. And uh, thank you for listening faithfully for the first 15 episodes. We know we've got a huge following of listeners, and we appreciate uh, each and every uh, two of you. So, unfortunately, the final podcaster has fallen. I somehow lost to Danny. Don't know how it happened. Probably because he's got a better team. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, so, how my... How my week went down was basically a... It wasn't a thrashing. I just think that Eric Ebon didn't show up. And I think that the Carolina-New Orleans game turned out to be something completely different than what it was advertised as being. It was advertised as being a shootout, and it was a 12-9 game. Sure, but, like, McCaffrey still got 22. Because he flew a touchdown. That's fine. <laughs> However you got to get there, that's how he got He got the 22 points. Do you Mark know, Ingram after, getting that seven. was the only touchdown of the game. Yeah. I, well, Kamara got one. Uh, oh, anyway. and a safety? Uh, that's not a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, and no, it was a two-point return for oh, two points. Oh, yeah. Anyway, was... look, you got a 98. Uh, not what you're hoping for, I'm sure. You, yeah. you get a little something out of Ebron, and that's obviously 100-plus. But oh. Danny got 117, and he got negative points out of his kicker. I yeah. feel like, if anything, he might have underachieved. No, he overachieved with Hopkins. There are other... But he got hardly Houston anything Texans. out of Fournette. Look, I understand there's a lot of frustration right now because you're not in the final. That was me last week. Uh, no, I think uh, I think Danny did just fine. Uh, and I think both your teams performed. At, I mean, you were supposed to be about an eight-point underdog. Fournette has correct? had three good games all season. He's been injured. He's been in and out. He's had three good games. He okay. performed exactly what he was supposed to do. Uh, I will say that David Johnson and George Kittle would have won me the match if I'd kept them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Not well, well, way to trade away the championship opportunity then. The championship, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> so neither of your hosts are in the championship, uh, but that doesn't mean there's not a championship to happen. Uh, we have Danny coming out of one side, and we've got Barrett in the gigantic upset, taking down the powerhouse Christina, finding herself in the final. We now have an all-newbies final. Uh, it's crazy. I think mm -hmm. that uh, we were pretty critical of both people's teams at the beginning of the year, and Barrett had zero injuries, and she had a couple of sneaky little picks and finds herself one game away from getting her name on that trophy. Yep. Uh, I think that Christina's team has done this maybe just once before in the whole season, which was completely shit the bed. I, it was and an awful performance. I, I don't know what happened to Saquon. I don't know what happened to Amari Cooper. I don't know what happened to Thielen. I mean, she had some pretty poor performances. Negative points out of her kicker. Kickers people, too. Uh, and pretty frustrating for me that she put up a 172 against me last week and just a 78 this week. I, she fired all her bullets to take me out and uh, turned out not to be advantageous. Um, so and you would have just snuck in. You would have just beat Barrett if you had beaten Christina to oh, match yeah. up. <laughs> what was Barrett's score? Go back 83. To that. I had 88. So. Yeah. Yeah, 
uh, better performance last week, and I would have found myself in the championship. <laughs> or had the bracket fallen a little differently, maybe I get Christina this week instead of last week. Maybe I get, I don't know, whatever. I didn't, I didn't do all that good last week, so it would have taken some miracles <laughs> no, to find myself in there. I, I looked back, and the one thing everyone has their one regret was, I believe, the week thirteen. Uh, I was playing Christina, and I lost by 23 points. But if I had subbed in Chris Goodwin and I think some and the Blancos D instead of the Bears D and Emmanuel Sanders who got injured. Yeah, but there's no way you would have played Godwin over Emmanuel Sanders. You love Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> have you proposed to him yet? Or is that coming later? I mean, now that he's laid up, uh, no better opportunity than now to go fly down to Denver and... Is he even on my team anymore? I don't know. Did you drop no. him? Yeah, I dropped him. Oh, like a bad habit. Wow. <laughs> what have you done for me lately, Emmanuel Sanders? Uh, we'll check in on that one next week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on uh, to week 17. Uh, we're going to do an interview with each of the two finalists to try to get their perspective on how they got here and, and how they're anticipating this championship matchup will go. Yeah. Uh, first up, we've got Barrett Thompson on the line. Joining me now uh, on the line is the future champion of the How You Say It League, uh, Barrett Thompson, in her inaugural season, no less. Hi, Barrett. Hello. So, this is the third time we're doing this intro. <laughs> We are having some technical difficulties in our potentially uh, penultimate podcast of the season. My recording device is playing up, but just like Christina's team had technical difficulties uh, last week, uh, was that a surprise to you? Uh, Yes, very much so. I... I pretty much had congratulated her before the games had started, and I said, well, you're going to annihilate me, so, you know, and well-deserved. She's pretty much put up great scores the whole season, so um, unfortunately, I needed Christina, fortunately and unfortunately, I needed Christina to have her worst week ever, and that's pretty much what happened, so. Well, you, like, I think everyone had a below- uh, below average week across the league, and you just came out in front. Um, <laughs> barely. <laughs> yes, barely. I will say I am a little peeved that I'm not there with the second or third highest score of the week. But anyway, uh, bygones be bygones. <laughs> well, AJ, you had to win more games in the regular season. <laughs> That's where you went wrong, and uh, where I went right. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into it that I won as many games as you, Bill. I think I won. Well, no, technically we've won how this. Did you, how did you win more games? You did not. You had a worse record than I did by one game. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. I had a tied record before the final week. And uh-huh. then, then I faced Christina, who, whom you have beaten and I have not. So, okay. Uh so, going into this championship matchup, um, are you confident? Are you worried? Uh, how are you feeling? I'm confident that I'm going to get second place. 
that is my rightful position in all things second place. Never, never winner. So. Uh, don't say that. You've got me cheering for you, just like you <laughs> did last week. Right? And I think that's what got you over the line last week, and I think that's what's going to get you. That's probably right. You wanted me to win for very, very selfish reasons, not because you just wanted me to win, and you were like, I like you more than I like Christina. No, you just wanted to win because I was like the easiest target to pick off in the championship. And that's fine. Look, Christina I'll doesn't listen that. to this podcast at all. I will say I like you more than Christina. And that is a ploy to get her to listen more. There you go. <laughs> She's probably never going to listen. Anyway. No. Uh, no, I think you have a chance. I think that, like, you have three players on your team, which are your quarterback, your first running back, and your first wide receiver, which is Ben Loftusberger. Todd Gurley, and Michael Thomas, who I think on a good day will score you 100 points. And if they score yeah. you 100 points, just those three alone, which is a big thing, but they have done it before, you will win the championship. Uh, yes, they all have the possibility to score high amounts of points. I don't think they have the ability to score high points all together at the same time. It hasn't it hasn't happened for me in any week where they've all just like popped off at the same time. Nobody has. That's why I haven't had anywhere near the highest score on any week. Um, mm-hmm. It's because they all have great potential, but they can't do it at the same time. But maybe this week's a week. I mean, if any week's the time to do it, it is this week. Yes, hopefully this week will be the week. Um... <laughs> Probably not. Get a half-injured Todd Gurley, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, who just loves throwing interceptions. Michael Thomas hasn't really put up any big scores in recent weeks, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. I think I think this week is going to be the week for you, Bill. I have a feeling. I and I also don't want the trophy to go down into California. I want the trophy to stay up here in Seattle. It has not yet left Seattle, so let's keep it that way, Bella. You are our only hope. Great. I'm not really sure I want that trophy after what boy did with it, though. So. <laughs> Just use a I, lot of hospital-grade disinfectant. I might be okay with it. Go to the tanning. I really don't <laughs> want to touch it. <laughs> um, other, uh, any... Com- any last words to Danny that you would like to let him hear? Um, well, yeah, Danny, I, you know, I spent all last week uh, putting voodoo magic on Christina's team, and I've done the same this week for your team. And it seems to be working. James Conner is out, and um, Julio Jones, maybe not playing, counting mm-hmm. on it. Um, you know, so, uh, just hoping your entire team shows the best, if that's possible. Because that's really the only way I think it's going to be. So. Yeah. Well, so, good luck, Bill. And, look, at least the silver lining is that you win, like, sixty-nine ninety-nine for coming second, if you do happen to come second. So, I yeah. know, it's great news. I mean, I just heard about this in the first interview I did with you today. Um, so I didn't know that. 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed that I get to keep my money at least or get my money back. So I feel like a winner right there. Like I get the okay getting second place. Like I yeah. thought I was just going to get nothing because I, I won nothing. The yeah. Entire season. No weekly challenges, not one. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, I feel like it's a win. <laughs> cool. Okay, uh, thanks for chatting about it for the third time. Hopefully the last yes. time. Uh, I, I really hope you got this recorded this time. <laughs> yes, I've been watching content, it. And I've been making sure the screen the stays time. live. And hopefully, I'm just telling everybody, all two people who listen to this podcast, my first interview was much better. So, <laughs> What about your second of, interview? <laughs> my second interview, yeah, I mean... That was better too. So <laughs> yeah. obviously, uh, it's between you and me, AJ, nobody nobody knows what was what we talked about that first that first time. But uh, but yeah, I guess we'll just have to roll with what we got. Cool. Okay. Good luck, nervously watching the Seahawks in your Seahawks jersey. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully, they sack and intercept Patrick Mahomes for you. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Go Seahawks. And have fun in Utah. Bye. All right. All right, here we go. Live from San Jose, we got Danny DeBruin, one of the two last uh, people standing in the championship. Danny, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? Good. You must be feeling good. Uh, you are in the championship right now. Are you surprised you got here? Are you relieved? Are you excited? What What emotions are you feeling right now? Uh, not really surprised. A little relieved. Fairly excited. Uh, I kind of joked around with Andrew Lee or fake Andrew or Andrea, whatever we're calling him these days. Yeah. That uh, since he's the one who invited me to the league, him and I kind of have a history of any time we played fantasy football together, I always I always beat him, and I told him he was going to regret inviting me to the league. So that's probably <laughs> the most gratifying part of it so far. So, all right, you said you're not surprised that you're here. Uh, at what point did you think you were going to be in the championship game? Uh, basically, as soon as Andrew invited you, or was there uh, some week in the season that you're like, "Yeah, I think I'm going to make it." Uh, yeah, probably, probably somewhere around mid-season. I would say I was feeling pretty confident. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here you are. Uh, how's the lineup looking? Any doubts about anybody? Uh, who are you most excited about? Who are you least excited about? Yeah, this week's looking a little iffy. I've got cues all over the place. Both mm-hmm. my starting wideouts may or may not play. Nobody really knows what's going on with Leonard Fournette. Uh, so it's possible I could be running out a bunch of scrubs out there, and uh, it, it could be it could be a little ugly depending on injuries and if guys are active. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are you most worried about on Barrett's team? Uh, Gurley. Okay. Obviously. Not obviously. Uh, yeah. But. Thomas also, I think any team that has both of those players is good. You know, they could they could each go off for 30 and the game could be over right there. So I think it's going to be close. I, I know Barrett was saying that uh, she doesn't have a lot of confidence, but I think it'll be closer than she's given herself credit for. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, she took down the giant Christina last week. Word at all she's going to take you down this week? Yeah, I mean, she, I definitely think there's a chance. I, I don't think it's a shoe-in like she does. So, I mean, I would say it's 50-50. Uh, tell me about this three defense thing. 
Are you playing keep away from anybody? Are you considering starting all three? What's going on there? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to decide who to start. I just wanted to give myself some options. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometime tomorrow I'll probably decide on a final final starting defense. But uh, those are three of the available defenses that I thought could uh, do well this week. So I'm just giving myself some options. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got to talk kickers, obviously. Brandon McManus going Monday night. Is that the reason you're starting him? You like to have that last bullet in the chamber for the Monday night game? Uh, mostly, yes. Also, just because he, after his uh, very poor showing last week, I felt like I had to get somebody besides Myers. So. Mm, yes. Partially just getting somebody else, and the caveat of him going Monday night was kind of just a, an extra bonus. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, last week, you beat my co-host, AJ. He's been beside himself all podcast. Do you have a message for AJ that you would like him to just kind of know or, you know, not respond to, but just something you'd like him to know? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll let AJ know that uh, ever since uh, podcast number one, I believe his quote in reference to my draft was, I'm basically shitting on all of his picks. <laughs> I was, uh, and then we faced each other in week one, and uh, I was like, all right, I don't know this guy, but I hope I kick his ass. Uh-huh. And yeah, I was very pleased to beat him in the playoffs as well. <laughs> sweet, sweet revenge. I am not immune to a little uh, revenge play myself. Basically, anytime somebody says something about my team, I make sure to kick their ass next time I see him. So... Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta take a little personal just because yeah, it's absolutely. I mean it's all fun and games, but you know. Well, uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Uh, best of luck. I I think you got a great chance. Obviously, ESPN likes your team better than Barrett. I like your team better than Barrett's. Um, you know, if I hadn't picked myself, then uh, probably would have <laughs> probably would have picked you to be in the championship. So. Uh, great job getting here. Great job showing us uh, how to play fantasy football. Uh, hopefully, uh, we've all learned a thing or two from this guy coming right in and whooping everybody's ass. And, and good luck this week. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, it's been a fun season. And uh, we'll see what happens this week. And if uh, if that's it, we'll see you all next year. All right. Later, man. All right. Take it easy. Okay. So before we get to the main event, the championship, let's talk a little bit about the Loser Bowl. Uh, you know what? We should come up with a new name for Loser Bowl. Maybe like the Shitty Bowl yeah. or the These Two Teams Suck Bowl. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to workshop that one a little bit. Maybe, yeah, and maybe the Sand in the Mouth Bowl. I don't know. I definitely believe like there should be a Golden Toilet or mm. Toilet and Plunger okay. trophy. Yeah. Keeling, maybe? Because that would be interesting. Like You have to carry this Keeling around. Okay. That's not bad. Go. Uh, I do like poop splattered uh, plunger that they have to have in their bathroom for the entire year, <laughs> so that we all see. And it's got like fantasy yeah, football on there or something. Yeah, but then they don't invite us over. Right? Well, Where's that's the Keeling? True. We'll get to see him around at least the ones in Seattle, and we only care about the ones. in and Seattle. And if Tansy wins it, we're never going to see it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right. So the two finalists, uh, bless their hearts, Tony Tansy and Eric McCarthy. Uh, Tansy finds himself in the shit bowl for the second year in a row. Uh, and both times kind of interesting. He's had pretty decent records for a loser, yeah. uh, and just hasn't really performed in the playoffs. I think last year he missed out by one game this year, missed out by one game. 
but um, hasn't performed very well. And so he finds himself in the playoffs matched up with Eric, who I think we kind of thought might be here with the yeah. way his team is. We thought like Bake would be here, but somehow Bake pulled out the win last week, yeah. beating Tony by about 30 points, which is... Bake is scared of the wings even more than Eric is. Although, I don't know, Eric's attempting... This is like the worst tank job since Corey, really. Uh, he's got Carson Wentz, Frank Gore, Tyler Boyd, all in a starting lineup, all out or on IR, but he went and picked up Robert Foster and put him in the lineup. What's going on? I don't know if he's tanking or if he's trying to go for like the exact number of 40. I don't know what's going on with Eric's team. Doesn't look good though. He's at a 29 point projected disadvantage right now. So who's your pick for the worst team for who's going to lose? Like, I, I mean, it's, tough to say anything besides eric i mean unless he changes his lineup and he's got options i mean he can put in stafford over wentz yeah. uh breda over gore assuming he plays michael crabtree over tyler boyd I mean, he can feel the lineup and if he does it's going to be close because neither mm-hmm. of these teams is particularly good you kind of like tansy's team i kind of maybe like so Tansy's i will team. say that tansy had Really bad injury luck. So Galopolo is still in his IR. Bell is still on his bench. I don't know why he still got Bell. We should ask him about that. Someday. <laughs> uh, and Baldwin's on his bench. So he's had bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still was able to scrape through with a 6-7 and seven yeah. record. So props to you, Tansy. Um, after that first year or two where we thought you would be a perennial playoff team, didn't turn out to be true. Yeah. Had a pretty good run there. Uh, put too much stock into Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, though, as most <laughs> Niners fans did. Um, yeah, so I would pick Eric to lose here. I'm a little worried that Eric's going to drop out of the league if he loses, because that's what happened last time. Somebody had to eat wings for keepers. They just didn't join next year. And yes. I'm really hoping that doesn't happen for two years in a row. So, Eric, please come back. Please eat wings. We'd love to see you eat wings. And we'd love to compete against you again, because... Uh, who else is going to draft Carson Wentz? And that well, that's true. And who else is going to rake me over the coals for like three days over these players uh, in trade negotiations? <laughs> and maybe you'll get a trade off next year. Did he? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or multiple trades. All right. Okay. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about uh, each player's team as they progressed into the championship. Yeah, kind of a how they got there of each of the two championship participants. Uh, starting with Danny DeBruin. Uh, came into the league as Andrew's buddy. He had a bit of a reputation of a savvy fantasy player. And, you know, we all of us have a fair amount of confidence and weren't particularly worried. And yeah. draft day, immediately trying to trade. He tried to trade mid-draft with Jimmy Graham, uh, trying to give him to Barrett. Barrett would not bite. Like two days after the draft, went ahead and flipped... Julio for Zeke, right? Other way around. Yeah. Got rid of Zeke, got Julio, Kroll, end up trading Kroll for Cobb, whatever. Uh, at the time, we said, bad move for Danny. And who knows? There was definitely a period in which we thought Julio was definitely the better player. Mm-hmm. Zeke came on late. Um, I have a feeling Danny may have tried to trade back for Zeke at one point. I don't know. <laughs> Hard to say. Uh, and it really, it, it was just a lot of moves. A lot of trades ended up picking up. Connor obviously was huge. Philip Lindsay was huge, uh, and then the trade deadline really helped bolster his team for the stretch run. So, 
he he started off week one facing me, and I think the only reason he won week one was because of James Conner giving mm-hmm. him like a thirty point yeah. <laughs> pick up flesh. Conner was great right out of the gate. Yeah, the week two smash Corey like almost everyone did. Mm-hmm. Uh, week all season long. Week three lost to Christina like almost everyone did, mm-hmm. except for Barrett. Uh, week four smashed you. Week three, uh, his worst performance of the year was a 78.8. So yeah. uh, Christina threw up a 130. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered. Week four against you. Yeah. Yeah. So he ended up going 11 and two. His only losses were Barrett and Christina, who are some pretty good teams. Uh, ended up going on a run of, it looks like, nine in a row over 100 points. A lot of 130s, a couple of one. Oh, we had an early 140. So pretty solid team and just consistently good. And you had to bring your best against Danny. Took down you. Well, he had a buy in round one. Took down you in round two. And now finds himself in the final against Barrett. Uh, savvy opponent. Uh, we've had him on a couple times. We don't know if he's an idiot savant or if he's just a savant. But, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. So Barrett, our other... Uh, participant in the championship, also a newbie to the league. But completely different season, where she started with a 8-1 and one record. Uh, out of the gate was hot, 126, 105, 132, a loss to Laurel of a 90, where she scored 90 points, then 106, 129, 130, 124, like high score, high score, high score, high score. And then week 10 hit. And she faces up against the best team. <laughs> the down under balls. And she just got scared of my 160. Yeah. And after that, it was just like... Honestly, it hasn't really recovered. Yeah. You Me, lost she, scored, she only had one game under 100 leading up to that game and has not scored 100 since you blew the doors off her. So... Hey, we'll we'll see. Uh, she also enjoyed a first round bye. I think this might be the second matchup of two people with first round buys meeting in the championship game. Uh, beat Christina last week in a big upset, low scoring game, and now she's got Danny in the championship. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, we, we thought she had a couple of nice picks, but a very shallow team coming into the draft. She picked uh, a lot of Packers. And Vikings. Loves Packers and the Vikings. Not sure which one she loves more. Uh, and, you know, there was a point where the ladies were dominating the league, and she was one of those ladies. And so congratulations, Barrett, on making it this far. And so then we've got the championship game. Yes, this game is for basically a difference of $300. First place, first place $369.99. Second place, $69.99. So a lot on the line. Uh, let's get to the breakdown. So, uh, to start it off with, we've got the quarterbacks, which, uh, Patrick Mahomes for Danny, which is probably a guaranteed lock mm-hmm. and Ben Lothsberger or Alan Lodgers for Barrett. Could be either. This is one of the one and only depth positions, which yeah. is quarterback. Um, as we heard on the podcast, she's leaning towards Lothsberger but maybe we'll switch in Lodges at the last moment. Yeah. Um, the proposal is off, as we heard, but still, still some love. Uh, who do you have? Uh, Mahomes. He's the number one quarterback. I mean, Ben is the number two quarterback, but Mahomes 
has averaged five and a half more points per game over the course of the season. Yeah, it's 60, 70 points, something like that. I, I don't know. This is going to be interesting because does Barrett want to go with probably the better quarterback, the mo- most productive quarterback? I would say a better matchup. Or does she go with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Engagement's off, but still, I yeah. think there's a little bit of longing there. So I think uh, Loftusberger has the edge here. Okay. And I think head-to-head, I would pick Loftusberger, depending on... So I just led uh, the Seahawks secondary is a little bit banged up right now. Tedrick Thompson, out for the game. Yeah. Brandon McDougald, a little banged up. This might might get ugly. I'm (laughs) just saying, the Seahawks are usually pretty money in primetime. That doesn't mean they shut everybody down in primetime, but they're usually, you know, very competitive. Uh, But that doesn't mean they can't give up points. And I feel like Chiefs coming off a loss. uh, The Seahawks defense has been a little suspect, especially to the deep ball. Uh, This could get ugly. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, And that's why I like Mahomes. So I will say if... The McDougal and Glyphon are in, then I'll give Loftusberger the edge. If okay. those two are out, then Mahomes has the edge. All right. Uh, and that's because of the Kansas City Playmakers, a.k.a. Boyd's team, being yeah. heavily injured. Mm-hmm. Not, well, I own all the Chiefs. Yes. Except for Damian Williams. <laughs> I don't have him. We'll see if I need him. Well, All right. Guess who has Damien Williams? Uh, Barrett's got him. <laughs> yeah. So Barrett could slide him in. Well, let's get to the running backs then. Uh, so Barrett has Damien Williams on the bench. Uh, here's who she's starting, though. Tad Gurley, James White, and newly picked up Elijah McGuire. Uh, also, I believe she's probably going to go ahead and pick up CJ Anderson based on internal conversation. So uh, that is to back up Gurley. We'll see what happens with Gurley. If he plays, is healthy, you have to start him. I feel like banged up going against Arizona. That could get risky. So, he might only play a half. I don't know. Gilly's the number one running back. But he's the number one running back, and he's been basically the reason she's in uh, the championship right now. So this is the area of concern for Danny. He's got David Johnson, Jalen Samuels, and Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have Blake Bortles anymore, but they in Jacksonville. Jalen Samuels is no James Connor, is no Le'Veon Bell. Right. So, don't know David Johnson against that Lambs front. That's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. So, Well, what'll be tough is if the Rams get out to a lead and then uh, they're not able to run the ball. Hmm. I, would, I would agree. There are question marks with each of those guys. The Rams, while they haven't been a great defense, they're still pretty good. And if they get a lead... Doesn't play well. Jalen Samuels, as good as he's been, he had about 140 yards last week. Uh, you're right. He's still the third running back on that depth chart. New Orleans has been pretty solid against the run. Uh, I don't know that that's going to be a really running game kind of script. Might be more of a throwing game. And then Fournette, I, who knows? I feel like he's better than six <laughs> points last week, but maybe not. Uh, Jacksonville seems to be in full-on uh, Eric McCarthy mode right now. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, yeah, I, look, there's question marks all over on both teams. Um, I did do a little research on James White. He has not had fewer than 10 points in any home game this season. Most of his lackluster mm-hmm. performances have been on the road. So I like James White in that matchup. Uh, Elijah McGuire, now the number one back going against Green Bay. I kind of like Barrett's set of running backs. You kind of? 
It depends on Gurley. It depends on Gurley. I am 100% on Barrett's idea. Okay. But I think, like, running back to running back, the Barrett's top is way above anything mm. that Danny has. The, like, even, like, you take out who's Danny's top running back? Probably David Johnson. Johnson. Right? So you take out Johnson. Would you have James White or Jalen Samuels? Hmm. That's close. Yeah. That's close. And then you're like Elijah McGuire versus injured Leonard Fournette. It's just like, oh. Or if you want to stick in Damian Williams. Well, what's interesting (laughs) is uh, I didn't give you a whole lot of credit on the Danny's team is very shallow. And it has come true to form. uh, The lack of depth in his team is starting to rear its ugly head right now. He's now forced to start Leonard Fournette. I think he wishes he had somebody else. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't have James Conner. He's got Jalen Samuels, who's been okay, but uh, has not been James Conner. Julio Jones nursing a foot thing. I don't know if he's going to play Hopkins. This is questionable. He'll probably play. He's played all season, but now all of a sudden there are question marks in Danny's team. Uh, This will be interesting. And I feel like this all comes down to Gurley. Does he play? Does he play a full game? I say he does not. I give Danny the edge in the running backs. Okay. Uh, receivers. We've got Julio and Hopkins for Danny and Michael Thomas Jarvis, Jarvis Landry for Barrett. So Thomas has been down for the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I will say that it's basically Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe DeAndre Hopkins is like half a tier above all your drones, Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. but I cluster them all the same. Yeah, and Jarvis Landry is way well. He's the twenty second rank, twenty first rank receiver on the year, but uh, I, I don't know. Is he gonna do a four point two point game, or is he gonna have like a 10, 15 point game? Well, they torched Cincinnati last time, so you like that. They're at home. Yeah. Uh, Baker's got that revenge mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say this comes down to, does Julio play? Because name value, you give the edge to Danny. Yep. Julio will probably end up playing. Uh, and if so, I give the edge to Danny. But if, I mean, if Julio goes down, who's he looking at starting? Josh Reynolds? Tim Patrick? Recently picked up off the waiver wire? Like, this could be a game changer. Because I feel like Thomas and Landry are reasonably close. Hopkins, he's not going to go for 38 again. He may have in the 20s, but uh, I think injuries are going to play a huge factor in how this matchup plays in, plays okay, out. Okay, why is Danny carrying three defensive teams? Well, this is interesting. I feel like there's a little bit of defense being played here. Barrett is probably going to start Vikings defense, but maybe she wanted to start somebody else, and now he's got options. Honestly, I think Falcons going down to Carolina playing uh, Cam Newton's backup might be the play for him. We'll see... We'll see what he ends up I doing. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have a 200-yard game. Well, he might. <laughs> and win me the highest point <laughs> of the season. Yeah, we'll see about that. Okay. All right, so defense, uh, Barrett, like we said, Vikings against Detroit, and Danny's currently got Cowboys against Tampa. Uh, I feel like he's also got Browns going up against Cincinnati. I don't know, I don't know how to predict this one for Danny. I would say he's probably going to end up throwing in Cowboys. Uh, and I think that's a mistake. I'm going to give Barrett the edge in defense here. So we're giving, well, 
we're giving the bell at the edge and running back. Mm-hmm. If Julio goes down, bell at the edge, wide receiver. Well, you're giving the edge to Barrett running back. I'm still sticking with Danny. If Gurley runs a full game. If Gurley runs a full game, mm, Barrett. Uh, and then wide receiver. At this point, I'm going to give the edge to Danny. Yeah. Thank you. Agree. Uh, yeah. Tight end. Let's go over tight end. Well, Barrett yeah. just picked up Jared Cook. Big $20 expenditure. Going up against George Kittle for Danny's team. I like Kittle. Matt, I, I like Kittle as well. He's matchup proof. He is. Cook, I think, is a little bit matchup dependent. He's uh, going against Chicago. What is interesting is that uh, Jared Cook is the only guy going Monday, so we don't know who wins until Monday. If Barrett Whoa. is down, then uh, maybe Cook goes for 40 and makes up all the points. Oh, and then Danny's got Brandon McManus. You're right. Yeah. So huge Brandon McManus for Jared Cook matchup Monday night. I think even if Barrett's got a big lead, I mean, if Barrett has a 10-point lead... McManus could pull it back. Does she sit Cook? No. No. Okay. No. Because it's like... Because maybe Cook gets a, a fumble on his first catch, and McManus only gets about a 7. Yeah, and she sat. That's like... Uh, no. I don't know. No. We'll see. No. We'll see. Because you'd rather want that extra 3 points, and McManus not get, like, 5 field goals mm. for 15. Well, And true. given Denver... Ugh. You never know. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, 15 point game from the kicker, that's only Kaimi Fairbairn, owned <laughs> by yours truly. All right, so top to bottom, what do you think? Uh, Barrett's currently sitting on a 16 point projected disadvantage. So, as I said. Do you trust the projections or are you. No. Or are you zagging where <laughs> I one am zagging. Zig? Okay. As I said with my uh, secret talk with Barrett, which you heard earlier. Yes. I think that. The way I see her winning is Ben Lothersberger, Todd Gurley, and Michael Thomas go off. Mm-hmm. And they score... I said 100 points to her. I'll say even with 90 points between the three of them. Yeah. Right? She wins this. Okay. Right? And then the others can do like 10 from White, 10 from Landry, 0 from Cook, 0 from Maguire, right? And 5 from the Vikings. You're up to... 115 yeah 120 and all you have to make sure is Mahomes doesn't go for 40 (laughs) Mahomes has like a 15 point game and I think it's in the bag yeah because this is the other interesting thing thing on his team he's on Danny's team he's got Mahomes yeah who's been shaky and hasn't had like when was his last really big game uh, probably the Rams. He he had 28 against uh, San Francisco. Uh, wait, I'm looking at the long one. He had a 33 against Oakland, 38 against the Rams, mm-hmm. 30 against Cleveland. Yeah. But even though like a 33 and a 30 is still okay when it's coming from the quarterback, you like you're not waiting for a 40. Whereas like. Julio's last big game was a 26 and then nothing. And like Hopkins obviously had the 35. Right. So whereas Lothersburg, Gurley, Michael Thomas, even Jarvis Landry could blow up. Right. There's a lot more big high, like high ceiling. Even James White's gone for 26 points. Okay. Where like, 
I wouldn't say David Johnson's done that. Jalen Samuel's probably not going to do that. Kittle could. Kittle would be like my next guy if I was to say who's going to burst or who's going to blow up. Okay. So I say that's how Bell's going to win. And right. she's got Will Lutz. Well, I'll go Danny. I think he's got the better team. Um, as far as who I'm rooting for, look, there's there's a couple of things at play here. Obviously, uh, I would like the trophy to stay in Seattle so that I can see it on occasion. And so for that reason, I would root for Barrett. Uh, but, you know, if Danny wins, how's he going to get the trophy? We're not going <laughs> to ship it to him. Was he going to fly up here and get it? Yeah, I feel he like, has to. <laughs> I feel like there might be maybe a three to six month period in which there's no rush to get Danny the trophy. Yeah. Maybe the current trophy holder can just hang on to the trophy for a little while longer until, you know, Danny comes up and retrieves it. So for that reason, I'm rooting for Danny so that I can uh, hold on to my precious for just a little bit longer. And FYI, it is basically as soon, well, as soon as the Super Bowl, we've normally played it by like the reign of the champion lasts from Super Bowl to Super Bowl. Something Itch. along those lines. Someone was a little bit somewhere, too hasty this somewhere season. Around divisional weekend is when the trophy handoff happens. Oh. I, I may be out of town <laughs> for the entire month of January. I don't know. I, I don't know what my plans are. All right, well, that's kind of how we see the breakdown. Um, just real quick, the weekly prizes, we've got one more. Uh, by the way, last week was most points from players in primetime games. I won yet again. How many points did you score? I don't remember, but it was more than you. It was like 70-something, because I think I had 80. I think I had, I don't know what it was, but I had more than you. I, I'd looked. You only scored 88 points. Uh, yeah, so it must have been... Like 65? Because I scored like 50, well, high 50s, I thought. Yeah, it was, well, it was low 50s. Yeah. But regardless, uh, this week's prize is just most points. We're going with the classic. tie point. Whoever gets the most points this week wins nine ninety nine. Nice. And this is the last week to try to get the best score of the week, as you think uh, you've got a shot at, and we will see. So uh, that should do it for the week. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. Best of luck to Danny and Barrett. Uh, best of luck to Eric and Tony not getting last place. And everybody else uh, trying to get that $9.99. Yep. Good luck to you all. And yeah, let's see who eats the wings because that's the most important thing. But for now. <laughs>